everybody. Welcome back to Speaking Unapologetically. Um, today's episode is a little bit of an uncomfortable subject for some, especially with the state of our world and our country right now. Um, but based off an encounter I witnessed um, this past, I believe, weekend, weekend, about a week ago, somewhere in that time frame, um, I felt like it was something that just needed to be addressed, especially coming off our mental health um, topics. Um, I was on a typical um, road trip and everything, vibing down the street, and I ended up seeing a um, situation where there was an officer and another gentleman, and the gentleman was being arrested and they all were of different races the one being arrested was of color and the one doing the arresting was um not um also it was the one that was being arrested he had his head down and it basically get to me gave off a sign of defeat and for me i am a person not a person i it hurt me because I wish he didn't give that off. One, I wish he wasn't in that predicament to begin with. Two, I wish he, the person being arrested would have kept his head up during the situation. Now, based off previous conversations me and Ace have had, um, I understand not holding face the whole time and being able to express emotion I understand that but also my view is that that sign of defeat is giving off a lot of energy and power to the officer and I'm it makes me uncomfortable as another person of color seeing it in our current state and also it's a um it's a situation I feel like needs to be discussed on how to handle ourselves in these situations. <clears throat> not saying he was doing anything wrong, not saying, because I don't know whether the arresting was justifiable, unjustifiable. He knew he was at, whether the one being arrested knew he was at the end of his rope. Don't know all the logistics, but as a passerby, it already makes me a little uncomfortable to see it. But then to see you with your head down, it just makes it even more painful to me and it just looks bad and I wish he would like just hold your head up granted it's not the optimal situation but if you can at least get through the moment and that's just that's just my feelings on a situation I could be wrong if I am wrong let me know express to me how we can adjust the mindset if it needs to be what needs to happen like a justification for me to understand. I I don't know. I don't claim to know. I just it's so disheartening with what's going on right now. And I'm inclined to agree to a certain extent. Um, I now understand from conversations we have had about the topic before doing this that um yeah maybe hanging his head um what I was told and having other conversations with other people as well is that it could show uh, defeat which means in another way it can provide the person doing the arresting with some type of control and or of 
power. That's something that I particularly didn't pay attention to or didn't see. My first thoughts when we first started discussing this was that it's okay to show emotion. It's okay to let somebody know that you're feeling some emotion because then it turns into not showing any and then people feeling some type of way throughout your life about it. However, I do see the fact that there is an issue in the community with people of color being handcuffed and things of that nature. And maybe he shouldn't have held his head. Maybe he should have held his head up maybe until he got into the car. We don't know. I mean, I feel like maybe it could have been the last strike and it was just like, dang, maybe it was just a coping mechanism. But I can somewhat concur that maybe holding the head up wouldn't have made the other person feel like they had some sort of control or some sort of power over him because in conversation, that's what most of the officers who have been involved in the things dealing with people of color and they being the opposite color that's how they feel like they have some sort of control that they were right about whatever it is so now I somewhat concur but I still hold to the fact that it's okay to show emotions I I still I still agree with you on that point I'm not here to change your mind on that point I understand the showing of motion and how situations like that can be so hardening and being taught to be so hard in those situations can cultivate your emotions towards other things. I understand that. I do. But my thing is is where I want our conversation to develop as individuals and as members of the community. How do we establish the lines and the boundaries between predicaments and then instill it and teach it to our next generation because to be honest each generation gets a little more bolder absolutely but uh, then I think the generation we in is very bold very bold well, but after us, excuse me not ours right but I think some of them are bold to a fault and that's what's causing a lot of things that are happening right now because our our generation or the previous generation before us doesn't really understand, now this is just my view, I could be wrong, but doesn't understand the boldness that we have and that might be some of the triggers for our law enforcement counterparts that are being pushed into altercations. Right. Pushed into certain altercations. So, I feel like we need to teach a little differently. Not saying all our law enforcement counterparts are right. Not saying all our law enforcement counterparts are bad or wrong. But I feel like in certain areas and arenas, and we are seeing it grow or become more in the forefront thanks to social media and body cams in certain circumstances where instances are escalated and we have multiple um, situations or altercations happening because 
somebody isn't as bold, but then you got somebody else that's bold, and then there's repercussions for everybody. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So I my question is like where how do we establish the boundaries? How do we teach the boundaries and how do we express ourselves appropriately so we're not pre-labeled because every altercation we come into honestly as people of color we have labels labels from our colored counterparts our non-melaninated counterparts and then gender also has a whole different set of stereotypes that we all are stepping into knowingly and unknowingly but now what is the what is to grow from that knowing these my personal opinion I think that is what we are all still continuing to try to figure out now what is the best approach to the situations that we are put as many people a lot of the people in our community are sick and tired of sitting back and trying to be silent and change. So now you have our generation and the generation below us who are like, all right, we're not finna be silent anymore. We're finna make noise. And then you have the people that are somewhere in between and you have some that just quite frankly do not care. I think the whole situation in itself of everything that has been going on is literally just trying to figure out the best way to discuss that with especially younger children and how whomever household you're in, how you want your child to act or the children around you. I have nieces and nephews, brothers and sisters, and godchildren. So how do we want to teach them as a family to respond to a situation like that? Do you want them to be quiet and just let whatever's going to happen happen? Or do you want them to kind of fill out the situation? Or do you want them to just blankly turn up? Like, it's really the best choice for how that individual feels if the if or when the time comes because it may never come for somebody or like maybe what their parents or whoever's helping raising them feel because I feel like it's a lot of mixed emotions and I don't think that one opinion and or idea is correct I think there's a lot of things that have to come together and that are gradually coming together I think with every generation there's something that changes with it I think it's just a a matter of time and continuance to try to figure out what you know aka the system and things to to get a change in the reactions from those that things are happening to true I understand that understood um I guess, I don't, I don't know. My, my thought process is, I get what you're saying, but do you see we'll ever have a unified front for it? Like, our community? I don't think so. And this is, this is why I say that. This, mm-hmm. this is just my example. We had similar situations, similar things going on mm-hmm. some years ago. She's going to use Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. Malcolm X as an example. There was never, yeah, they did things together. However, one side was peaceful, mm-hmm. didn't do too much. 
one side was not about being peaceful. I don't think there's ever going to be a completely unified, but mm-hmm. I think there are instances where there will be unification between those who are tired of being peaceful mm-hmm. and those who are being peaceful. Gotcha. I think there's some situations that will cause for there to be some type of understanding in that particular situation and how they want to move about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's ever going to be an, the whole community, so to say, is going to be under like one roof, basically, as a unified front. I don't think that's, I personally don't think that's ever going to happen. Understood. And that's, that's, that's a fair point, because as I've said, this, this has been going on for generations, because the fact that you mentioned it, uh, MLK and um, Malcolm X that's technically that is now two, one to two generations at least from us ago yeah. and, and it's just gradual improvement one thing that I don't even know who said it I know it was in J. Cole's song but I've heard it before that mm-hmm. change is slow and always will be yeah and that's just the fact change things have changed but have they changed to where they need to be absolutely not in my opinion but change gradually happens everybody says it time will fix everything well time is the factor that nobody can rush or slow down in this fact but i think we said it in our um I think it was our gender roles episode. Maybe it wasn't in the episode. Maybe it was in our conversation beforehand. Who knows? We were, we were talking about how we're uh, ever evolving people trying to figure out ourselves. And now we want to figure out this these type of problems. And I don't think all of us really know where we're trying to get to. But we're tired of where we're at. I can, I can concur with that. So, my thing is, we're all tired, baseline. Now, my, right, my idea is, what's the conversation? Other people is, what's the action? And I like my, my best form of, my best form of reaction to that is, what's the conversation and the action? Cause I like I like doing both. You tell me what's going on and what we about to do, and then I put a little action with it. But some people just like running off with the action. Some people just like doing the conversation. A lot of people like to do things without thought behind it too. So. Right. So that's that's where I feel like we are going to always be on an uneven surface, and that's not just us as people of color, because I have noticed that the other side do the same thing and the other side has been given a lot more grace with their runoff and that's what bothers me and I feel like it bothers many of us in our community but we're not given that same grace yeah, I think it's pretty much kind of like the same conversation on you know it doesn't matter the race on whatever side or whatever type of people because it's not always just about the color of the skin sometimes it's LGBT right uh they're a part of every race right 
people feel how they feel. Mm-hmm. They're attacked and things of that nature. There's other races who are attacked as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, minorities mostly. And then there's uh, so many other just simple communities. There's a lot of communities that people don't even know about that are attacked. True. Just true. based off of being who they are, I think personally, my opinion is if you don't like what somebody's doing, leave them alone. They're not affecting you. Now, if they're affecting you, that might be a different discussion we may be able to have, but if they're living their life and whatever they're doing has no personal effect on you, not you looking at it affects you, Ooh, I don't like that, not that, not, I don't like I don't like what you look like or any of that personally affecting you, then leave them alone. Let them live their life how they see fit. You think you can't change the color of your skin. You can't. I mean, you can change your hairstyles, but why a lot of hairstyles and many cultures are exactly that. They're part of the culture. They're a part of the history. Leave the people alone. Let them live their life respectfully. That's just how I see it. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's that's valid. That's valid. Because um, I ain't worried about what the next person is doing if it's not affecting me. True. If what you do don't affect me, I don't care what you do. Okay. I say, I'm yours. Yeah, that's just how I see it, but, you know. Yeah, but we, we, we have become a society of other people's lanes, and that's just. Yeah. That's just, just the half of it. I mean. I know when I was little, I was told to mind my business, but we've everybody's business is out there so much, it's hard to stay in your lane. And then when people get upset about it, that's what bothers me. I'd be like, but you, 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 you put it up there. You, 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 you ain't want me to see that, but it's on the public forum. I'm, I'm confused. I don't, I don't think you understood the, the idea of social media when you did that. I, that's where I come in because I'll be like, it's, it's, it's all well and good when you can talk about somebody else, but when it's flipped around on you, that's when there's a problem. But I feel like that's a discussion for a different day. Agreed. <laughs> um, but um, in essence. I feel like at the end of the day, we need to start looking into Jesus, my ass. They're going to kill me today. Nine o'clock and now my eyes want to act like pollen no flu in it. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, the, what was I saying? Now, the basis of this, I feel, is we need to really start evaluating how we're responding to our interactions because I know that was one interaction I've seen and but there have been many I've seen lately where like there are um typical traffic pullovers and it's one car but then all of a sudden two other cop cars rush up behind them and I'm like do we need these extra ones? And then what it bothers me sometimes is that sometimes for me in my area, it's a female that this is happening to. And then I want to be the female to be like, 
to be bold and helpful, but I also am the female that's like, I'm alone too, B. I can't, I can't. I can't. Right, because both of us alone is literally two people. It's not like somebody else gonna come up behind me and be a a helpmate too. Yeah. So I'm right, and I mean I don't. Right. Cause I'm a I'm a I'm a twenty something year old that lives alone and lives in fear every day just coming to my house. And it's not because of anything that's happened around here. I've always felt pretty comfortable in my area, but I that's feel right. Right. Girl. I think that goes to so much more as well. Right. But it's it's stuff like this that starts the mindset. So, and not saying I was told something before to make me feel this way or nothing like that, but I was never given this conversation in this way. And not blaming my parents because it wasn't in front of us. Like, my parents left where they were where it was a little bit closer and I grew up where where I um down here and I didn't need the conversation I felt like in the avenues that they put me in not saying I didn't know what to do but it wasn't like I gotta reiterate this every time she leave out the house she gotta know type situation it's like you know what to do Govern yourself accordingly. Go ahead and do what you need to do and be back by curfew type situation. Not you walking out this door, I love you type situation where I gotta I gotta read this every time you walk out the door and reiterate that I love you because I don't know if you coming back or not. I think a lot of people don't have that conversation until something happens because they don't want it to happen. True. True, true. And some people might say that's naive, but to be honest, I feel like it's it's a protective measure too. Because you don't want to put that type of energy in your child before you have to. Is how I feel. Because you want, you want your child to have at least a degree of innocence. You ain't trying to burden them with life before they get there I'm in kindergarten I'm ready to, I'm, I'm teed up already because I know the world's out to get me I, I, I pray I don't have to do that for my own kids I think that's all any parent can pray right or can hope for it. right if that's not your thing is that their child will never have to see right anything happening <laughs> But it just depends on where you're at and what's in front of you. I, I, that's my my view on it. But we have come up on our thirty. That's fine. I think we're about you know. Yep. So we will see everybody on our next episode. It may be a continuation of this conversation. We may have something new for you. Come back and check us out. Hey, and keep pushing for this hundred. 
I'm looking at all our forms. You all know what's coming. Be ready, y'all. See y'all later.